0: Hall of mirroring. The
1: it was infinite me. Right. <laughs> it's fine. It's over now. Yeah. It can't hurt you anymore. Okay.
0: Well, here we are back in our respective
1: uh, states. You've uh, survived the, your first... oh, you jerking. meant like physical states. I was I was thinking you were talking about like I've returned to a state of panic. And you return to a state of desperation. Uh And we're back to our default states.
2: Yeah.
0: I think those are still accurate for where we live. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, yeah, this is still in beta. We talk about junk, like video games. Um, I want to... Hold on. Let me just narrow down what we can talk about. Have you seen the
1: second Top Gun? No, but I'll be honest with you. I'm not really that interested in watching a war propaganda film starring a religious zealot. So I'm probably not going to see it. Okay. But it's, uh, it's funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not really that kay. funny. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I would say it is less war propaganda because there's no specific bad guy
1: although it's that makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's more of like Cuz they were just fighting what? The air? <laughs> no, it's more like a it's
0: more like a recruitment propaganda. Like it's more like you know, remember those Marines commercials where they like it's a guy and he's running across like a and he pit, fights like and he, the golem of he fights the, like, Balrog. The, the, the
1: Balrog of Morgoth or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, and then it's like Marines and you're like, what the hell is that? That's not what the Marines do at all. Is it what the Marines do? No, it's not what the Marines do at all. Um, it's like that. It's like, here's the here's what the Navy does. If you're a top gun pilot, it's not what you do at all. It's not what happens in the Navy. But, um, well, since you're not going to watch it, I guess here's, here's what I'll say. The first, you know, 60 minutes of this 90 minute movie or however long it is, is like training people. The movie is basically like, if you took, if you took Star Wars and you just said like, okay, we're just gonna, we're just gonna spend, you know, like 30, like, uh, two thirds of the movie training you to do the, the Death Star trench run. And then the last 20 minutes is doing it, right? And so that's the movie. And they're like, oh, it's impossible. We can't do it. And then uh, Tom Cruise shows up and and he like does the training scenario perfectly. And they're like, oh, I guess you can do it. You know, he's he's the best. and uh, And then they do it. But like... I see. When I say it's like Star Wars, I mean the mission that they go on is to a T played out so much like Star Wars, like the ending of Star Wars, that I was telling Anna what was going to happen because of how Star Wars worked,
1: and so I was like, "Yeah, okay. Do wait, wait? Wait? Did Maverick like get a voice from Goose in his head that's like?" Don't use the computer to aim. And then he puts the computer away and then aims the missile himself. Well, no,
0: because Tom Cruise is not Luke in this scenario. It's Goose's son, who in that. okay, so here's what the actual mission is. It is fly through a narrow canyon to avoid surface to air missiles. So it's the trench run. And then uh-huh. you have to do this like hard G maneuvers. So this is the one thing that's different is they have to do this maneuver, but then they have to like bomb a pinpoint target about the size of a womp rat that, uh, and then one team has to bomb and like open the gri- open a covering. And the other team has to like get their bombs to go into this shoot, into this exhaust vent <laughs> thing. So, like, exactly Uh Star Wars, except there's two people that have to bomb the same spot. Oh, it's double Star Wars. And so the first guy, you know, Maverick goes through first, and he gets the bomb on the target with the laser-guided missile. So his co-pilot or whatever, his wingman, gets the laser and, like, puts it on there, and he gets the the bomb, and it hits there. And then the second guy comes in, but the laser guy's not working. And so he, like, talks to his ghost dad in his mind— and
1: no wait, so he does talk to a ghost yes, he the talks ghost, to his ghost, ghost dad, I mean his
0: ghost dad doesn't respond okay. but but he's like, yeah. oh. and then there's like a, it, there's the uh the whole like your targeting computer- like why'd you turn your targeting computer off kind of a thing because the the laser thing is not working, and then he shoots it, he's just like i'm gonna sh I'm gonna just eyeball it, I'm just gonna shoot it, and so he shoots the bombs and they go right into the thing and then they fly off, and it, and it works perfectly, right? And so all of that's Star Wars. And then there's this other character who's this like cocky hotshot pilot who's supposed to be the best one, but he doesn't go on the mission, right? He doesn't go with that group of people. And it's like, oh, what's going to happen? And I was like, oh, you think that guy's going to end up having to go on the mission? And I said, yes, because this guy's Han Solo, so he's going to have his Yahoo moment where he flies in later because he wasn't supposed to be there, but he comes in later and shoots the guy off of the tail of somebody else who is fighting, fi- fighting and <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. He's got to
1: save, he's got to save Luke from Vader, Right.
0: And so like they do a little twist where they like end up getting crashed and like son of goose and Tom Cruise, like, um, have to like steal an F 14 from the mysterious enemies. Right. Because they have some for some reason and then they fly off. But while they're flying away, they're getting tailed by a guy in a fancy new, you know, uh, by Darth Vader in a fancy new, Uh, I almost said spaceship plane, right? And then like, uh, they're about to, you know, they they're out of they're out of ammo. They're about to like try to get away, and they can't really outmaneuver this new plane. And then poof, out of nowhere, Han Solo shows up, shoots that guy off the tail, and I was just like, and then I and then I yell Yahoo, and then uh. <laughs> And Anu was just like, "What the hell?" And I'm like, "That's the Han
1: Solo moment. <laughs> they just postponed it." <laughs> uh-huh. Uh okay, okay. So another question. So it's been uh, 30 years since the last movie came out. Oh no, 40, 40 years since the last movie came out, and we're still flying F-14s. Is that correct? No, the enemies were. They were in. Oh.
0: They the main group of people were in F-18s, but they were saying that those were deprecated old things. And so, like, why was the Top Gun flying the F-18s? Probably because that's what they could get a hold of to shoot the movie in um, instead of the, like, F-23s or whatever that they've got these days. I don't know what I don't know what the Navy has. But, yeah
3: so okay um so
0: spoilers that's top gun top gun is star wars except
1: most of its training Uh montage and there's no enemy there's just the enemy the enemy is somebody who's
0: maybe going to be able to manufacture uranium for nuclear weapons so it's iran but they won't say it's Iran. Well, it's not Iran because the landscape doesn't look right. But it. Does the landscape look like Southern California? <laughs> <laughs> well, m- no. Okay. So in most of the movie, they're in Southern California. But in the rest of the movie, it's like snowy mountains and stuff. So some people are suspecting
3: that it's North Korea, is what it is. Uh,
0: but they can't say. Because they actually didn't say who the enemy was
1: in the original Top Gun, but they they can't say North Korea because they're afraid that their movie studio will get hacked. <laughs> and yeah, all the nasty uh, emails revealed. Is it Paramount? Yeah, it's Paramount. Yeah, all uh, those
0: dirty emails about their—I don't know—shady dealings <laughs> with sequels that are coming up, forcing people to use Paramount Plus. <laughs> How they, I guess, put all the got everybody to sign on for all the like Star Trek stuff and then like removed it from the service or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So, anyway, that's that's Top Gun 2. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to watch it. I'm also not going to watch Hocus Pocus 2. I got out of it last night. Oh, Robbie watched it by himself. So, I don't, I don't have to see it. Oh, man. Okay. That movie's bad. That's, I ended up
0: getting stuck watching it because Anna's mom was over, and she wanted to watch it because she really liked the original ones. And both of them were like, "Boy, that was just not any good."
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> and
0: so, like, it wasn't just me. It wasn't just me. Like taking a dump on the movie. Like they were these
1: these two women were both like, "That was a bad movie."
2: Yeah.
1: And, yeah. See, uh, this is this is why you have. Another a second room with a TV in it so you can go watch something else. Oh yeah. Instead. I mean it
0: I wasn't watching it because I had no no place else to watch something else. Like I could have left the room anytime I wanted. Except that <laughs> I couldn't because Anna really wanted me to like spend time with her mom.
1: <laughs> so like and this was the this was how we were doing it. That was how you chose to spend that time. Um, okay, so
0: yeah, but that's bad. Although there was my the only redeeming part of it was that there was a uh, there was like a Halloween carnival thing or whatever where they were having a Sanderson sisters costume contest because in the sequel, everybody knows what the Sanderson sisters look like, I guess. Uh, even though it was like a weird, like niche uh thing about the city's history or something right like but now suddenly i mean
1: i guess but like did did people may maybe they made like a, a local play about the events that happened in the original movie and they and it kind of took off within the city is there any like awareness of the original movie from anyone at all? From one person who mentions the events of the first movie. Yes. Okay. So maybe maybe it spread as
0: urban legend. Yeah, maybe. Or something. But anyway, they've got a costume contest where they all try to dress up as like Bette Midler and stuff. And so in this costume contest, there is three contestants who are dressed up as the sisters and one of them is played by Ginger Minge, and one of them is played
1: by Kamora Hall, and the other one is played by Cornbread. <laughs> okay, I was about to ask: Are any of the people in this contest female? Because I could expect, I could easily see that being a no. Uh, yeah. the The people who
0: ended up winning the contest were, I assume, yes.
1: Okay. Was it also one of those things where, like, the actual sisters? happened to be in the contest yes. and were upset that they lost? Yes. Of course. That is exactly what happened. Okay. I have no, I know enough now to, uh, know what that movie is about. <laughs> okay.
0: But what I think the thing you probably wouldn't predict from that movie is that they would do several covers of like, Older pop music? like
1: I saw, okay, so we were looking, there was one song, I was in the room when a song came on, and I wanted to know who did that song, and so I looked up the soundtrack, and I saw that, I'm like, ooh, why is Sarah Jessica Parker singing? Ugh. Uh-huh. And, uh yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they had one song in the original, or something like that, when they were trying to, like, get the children, or something, mm-hmm.
1: but. I don't know. Was the song called "Get the Children"? Mm, It might have been,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but the yeah. So this one, they like as soon as they come on, like the first thing that happens when they show up is they sing a cover of Elton John's. Is it "The Bitches Back"? That is the name of the song that he did. Uh huh. But they call, but they change. They do a parody of it called "The
1: Witches Are Back." The witches back, of course, yeah. And then, so it's a musical. No, the first one was definitely not a musical. It's not a musical. They just have
0: two or three musical numbers.
1: So wait, wait, wait. so they burned to death in like ancient times, in like Salem witch trial times. Mm -hmm. They were brought back for like a weekend evening in the eighties, and and then or the nineties, and then now, and then now they like are aware of like Elton John music from the seventies. Like I'd, none of this makes any sense to me. The
0: only thing that make, that makes sense is that Elton John at one point also summoned them and he stole their song and changed it to the bitches back. And then also later, okay. and then also later, I guess Nancy Sinatra also summons the witches and directly rips these boots are made for walking from them which is another song that they sing, which is not a parody. It is just exactly the song that they sing for no reason. On stage at the costume contest. So I don't know. And then there's a third song and it might've just been the bitches back again, but I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) But I was pretty sure that... I here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that Bette Midler is the only reason this movie got made. And then part of her stipulations for making this movie was I have to
1: have multiple songs because I Uh sing. That's a thing that I do. I get to sing at least three times on camera. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. So, uh, all right, so Elton John has been to Massachusetts multiple times, at least uh-huh. for, for touring. I don't know if he's ever lived there. So it's possible that during one of his tours, he was there on Halloween during a full moon and lit a candle. But I don't think he was a virgin. Yes, well...
3: How do you count that
1: <laughs> <laughs> like he wasn't a girl virgin, yeah, right, <laughs> or maybe you maybe he hadn't lost his gay virginity yet <laughs> it could it could be either of those
0: I don't know how the I don't know how the occult considers virgin like what <laughs> where they draw the
1: line. You're a virgin until you have sex with somebody that you actually wanted to have sex with.
3: (laughs) You're.
0: (laughs) What if we just did hand stuff? Is am I still, am
1: I still a virgin if we just did the hand stuff? Maybe. Oh, maybe he was working. Maybe he was recording for Virgin Records, and then that was enough to qualify. Yeah, that was there enough. That's it. That's yeah. that's that's the explanation we'll go with right now.
0: And so Elton John summoned witches. Elton John's part of the occult is what we're saying, allegedly.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah candle in the wind. So that was kind that, of about. That's, it. that's where that that uh-huh. came from, right? A lot of people think it's about Princess Die, but it's not. It's about summoning witches on yeah. All Hallows' Eve. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you listen to the lyrics and you can really kind of put the pieces together. I yeah, think. you live your life like a candle in the wind. I mean, they don't live their life unless there's a candle going. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all. We figured it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so
0: yeah, now the movie makes complete sense. <laughs> all of the plot <laughs> holes completely filled in. We did it. All right.
1: Good.
3: Um,. Did any video game things happen?
0: maybe I don't know, oh, yeah, wait, did I put this in here? Yes, um okay, so it's it's a video game thing. uh did you see this Nvidia remix RTX remix thing?
1: It's in uh, the nuts No,
3: it's
0: basically uh. a um a tool that Nvidia created. And his, I don't think they've re- released it yet, but it lets you um, do kind of a scene capture and export a scene's like art mm-hmm. and lighting and construction and replace it with upresed assets. And then create a like a mod file to run through an executable on RTX based cards. So like the two twenty or the two thousands and up cards that have uh, ray tracing stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you can also replace like the materials to be physically based rendered materials, and uh, add ray traced lighting and like global illumination and reflections and stuff to old games. So in the example that they've shown so far is they, they've done a full conversion for the original portal that they're going to release for free. But they also show doing this in a scene in Morrowind.
1: Yeah. Morrowind.
0: And so you could they like completely overhaul the look of a scene in Morrowind to be
3: modern. Mm. And
0: it's pretty nuts. (laughs) It's pretty nuts how, uh, how much they're able to do with this thing, but it, yeah, it somehow like captures the, uh, and they're they're even like you can see in the example images like they even just like add new art, like add new props and things in mm-hmm. there, and
1: uh yeah, completely change the lighting well this this they explains used... like some memes that I saw where there was like a fat guy wearing a spider man suit, and then like regular spider man side by side, and it said like r t x on and r t x off. But it was like you know, like Spider-Man from a movie, and then like just some guy in a Spider-Man suit. Yeah. So this this thing is pretty
0: wild. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, because more 90s remakes. I want to. <laughs> well, it's like, uh, I guess as far as the PC is concerned, like it's sort of, uh, I don't know. It kind of takes some of the. Market out of that. No more 90s remakes. If modders can just go in. (laughs) If modders can just go in and like, you know, replace, just like full on replace stuff like this. Like, it's so wild to me. But yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. So that's a game thing that happened. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And the fact that people can just like release, you know self-contained mod files and you just load it up into I don't know this program and go like okay now I'll run this exe and say run as Morrowind instead or you know whatever right like I I, I don't one of the things that they didn't didn't really show though is how it works for like characters like skeletal meshes and stuff so I wonder if that is a, a limitation
1: like if it can do the environment but if yeah I mean those, like, are, those are a lot more Like, animated meshes are a lot more complicated, right? Because they have to add bone weighting and all that other stuff to it. Yeah, like,
2: if
0: you could... And and some of these things, like, connect to uh, Maya and things, so you might be able to import that stuff as well. Uh, If you're willing to, like, go in and re-rig skeletal meshes and that kind of thing, but... Yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah.
1: I don't understand where it's getting the texture material from. What do you mean? Well, like, if you're just like, I mean, I don't understand how it was just like replacing the candles with higher poly candles.
0: Oh, they 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 just tell it to point to a different model entirely. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so you can just like import your your own art on top of and say like replace it with this and the other thing about it is like you can do that in one scene and those assets will be replaced throughout like any other time they're referenced right because it's right. okay okay gotcha. the same thing so
3: um but yeah that's crazy
0: oh yeah oh but i guess uh the other thing is i started up that
1: avengers game Remember that? No, I uh, I but I I uh what I think over our last play thing, I played through and finished the Guardians of the Galaxies game. Okay. Well, I'll tell you the Avengers game is much worse. <laughs> That's that one's got like I mean, isn't that one very like free to play and like buy all these extra cards and loot crate kind of shit? Isn't it like all EA'd up like that? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like it's EA'd to Helen back, except it's Square Enix, right? And so it's it's so nuts because you know I felt like the marketing push was showing so much of the like single player plays all of these different Avenger characters, right? Um and And yet that seems to have like just really been put on the back burner. Like it is to the, to the point where like, this is the worst first time user experience for a game I've ever seen. Right. Mm -hmm. I load up the game. Initially I I install the game. I load it up and the, and I'm just assaulted with like, Here's changes to the marketplace. Here's these new items in the marketplace. Here are these things. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what any it's of this just,
1: is. It's just like starting up our free-to-play game that's been out for like three years. Yeah. And so it just like
0: spams me with all these messages about here's how the economy's changed. Here are these things. Here are the events events and stuff that are going on. Here's these temporary things about that are going on this week. And I'm like, I don't care about any of this stuff. I want to play the single-player campaign. And so then it brings me to the main menu and there's a button that's called play now and there's a button that's called uh, operations. And then there's the settings button and I'm like, okay, well, I guess... Settings? I guess... (laughs) I was like, I guess it's the play now button. And so I hit play now and it starts playing this like five minute cinematic that is like Highlights from the campaign that I haven't played, and I'm like, Why are you showing me all this stuff? Is this did it like thrust you into like a multiplayer thing? Yeah, play now is go straight into multiplayer, yeah. And then I was like, Okay, so I skipped the rest of that cutscene, and then again,
1: okay, so this game is not meant to be fun, it's meant to be a multiplayer experience with a bunch of microtransactions that force you into uh competing with your fellow allies in pretend superheroing is is what i'm getting and like that play now thing like that's exactly the type of thing that a product manager would go and say like we aren't getting people into the multiplayer fast enough we need a button that's like the only thing that they have to think about is click this one button to play now to play now got to do it right now. Uh Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it feels like. And it's like, it's like, like we're not going to earn revenue by having people play a single player campaign. We've got to like push that to the side as much as we can and get people into this multiplayer where they're going to be terrible unless they're spending all their extra money to be able to compete with everybody else they're playing with, even though you're playing together as a
3: team. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, so when I backed out of that and went back to the main menu, I was like, I guess it's operations then. So I push operations and then I get a selection screen that shows like something I don't I have no idea what this thing is. And I'm like, okay. And then at the bottom, I see that there's like five different selections. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess let me go to the left and I go all the way to the left. Like I have to like scroll over five different screens and then I find the single player campaign that they launched with. So they buried the single player campaign in this thing. They just buried it.
1: Right. Cause all, all the other operations were multiplayer things.
0: I don't even know. I don't know what, I don't know what any of that stuff is. Um, but so, yeah, I finally found the single-player campaign. And and then that thing's a mess. Like, that thing, it uses, like, the way it handles the mission system is through what I'm guessing is the multiplayer mission select system. And so you still go through the same motions of, like, you, you have these, these disconnected-feeling story beats where they play a little bit of a cinematic, And then you play a little bit as a character and there's a little cinematic and then it dumps you to like a hub thing and you select a mission and then it loads into a character. uh, Like it has a countdown, like everybody in the multiplayer team has to confirm their characters while this countdown happens. And uh, then it launches you into the mission. And man, it's like, it's such a mess. And they do this thing where like the, the, all of the, you know, all the marketing stuff, they has this like one tutorial mission. So it's like, okay, here's your tutorial mission where you, uh, you play as, uh, Thor for a minute. And then you play as the Hulk. And then you play as Iron Man. And then you play as Black Widow. And then you play as Captain America. Right. And so they rotate you through all those things. And you're like, okay. And they keep doing this. Like every character has a tutorial. And then at the end of all of that, they go, okay, but you're not going to play as any of them for a while. So here's this other character, and here's her tutorial. <laughs> and then he plays as her for like the next, you know, the next hour or so. And then you meet up with Hulk, and then they do a Hulk tutorial. And then you beat that mission, and then you unlock the tutorial room, and then they have you do an Iron Man tutorial. And then they have you do they unlock the Hulk tutorial for that room. And I'm like, why are there so many damn tutorials? Why do they keep unlocking? You already had me do a tutorial at the beginning of the game. Like, why are you unlocking these tutorial missions? They're just teaching me the same thing I've been doing for like two hours already.
1: It's madness. Uh, Yeah, I I had to go check out the Steam page for it. And like, I can already tell how far gone that it is because the first video is just some expansion mission crap. And I don't even know if I can find one that's, like, about the original, like, content of the game or the original. And, like, there's so much other crap that they've added to it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's 40 bucks.
0: Yeah. But I got mine for 10 <laughs> and I'm like still regretting that $10 spend. kind of because the like they loaded this superhero game up with a loot system. Right. So it's got just all this garbage loot and you go around and you can find all of these like hidden chests and stuff. And what do you get out of it? You get a, a white or a green piece of gear. What does that do? It marginally increases your your punch power. Oh, cool. Or you get, like, really mild
1: stat updates for, like, status effects. and Well, that's because you're not buying the $100 Loot Crate package to give you, like, the five-tier thing that you can combine with other five-tier things to get it to a six-tier thing.
0: Yeah. Well, and I haven't used any of my consumables, which give me, like, one week of enhanced XP gain, Uh you know, that you can go in and buy...
1: And yeah. so, yeah, it is just like, no, they, they, God, uh, it's, they, they're charging you $40 for a free to play game. Um, yeah, it's, that's what it is. It's just disgusting. Uh, now I, I'm, I'm so as far as like Marvel superhero games, I feel like I played the opposite of that when I played Guardians of the galaxy, which from yeah. what I could tell has no multiplayer option. I, it was a little disappointing that i could only play as star lord um yeah but at least like you got to command the other um the other people on your team to do stuff so yeah that game is great and, um, and you know what was like refreshing about it was that uh it wasn't uh Massive open world thing that took 400 hours to do. It was just bam, 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 linear story, linear level, back to back to back. Just get through it. And I'm like, wow, I'm I'm just really getting through this game. I'm making progress. And like, it it took like an extra day or two longer to, to play than I, I thought it would. But I'm going through it. I'm like, wow, I feel like I'm getting really far every time I played it. Um, yeah, it's kind of refreshing to just have a game that I could like beat over like a three day weekend you know yeah it was a really
0: tight experience and it like i had some issues with some of the mechanics cuz it kind of bugged out on me in a couple places but um i felt like the team mechanics were really good but i thought i appreciated that the game was funny mm-hmm. which i feel like
1: is rarely done well yeah, um, th- there were some things that kind of frustrated me a little bit, though. Like, um, I mean, it's it's a big deal. Like, like there are collectibles and stuff, right? And you have to go do run off and explore in weird directions. And I think the one thing that I didn't like was the negative feedback you got from your teammates. Like, anytime you ran off to go find a secret or something, they would like yell at you that you're going the wrong way or that you're wasting time and like in a game that like rewards going off and exploring and stuff like that. I feel like that hurts that experience. Yes. Especially if you look at a kid playing and like makes it feel like you're doing something wrong. You know, like the kid, a kid playing that game might be like, Oh crap. You know, rocket told me I'm going the wrong way. I should turn back around. Even though if you say, fuck you rocket and you go do what you want, you'll find like the secret, costume or whatever for, for your character. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that irritated me only in
0: hindsight, because I started looking at, like, what some of the different options for going down different paths were, and there was, like, a whole scene that I missed because I didn't get through an area fast enough. Uh, Like, there is a time-related trigger... That on when you're in the uh, set space station inside nowhere? of the nowhere, yeah. When you're in nowhere, there's a time-based trigger, and if you don't get to the bar in time, you won't see this one character interaction, and it's a pretty good one. That I ended up watching a video of. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure I saw it. I think I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. So I didn't get that one because I took too long. And I was like, "Oh well, that's another thing." Of like, man, I wish
1: that wasn't real. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that I, I, I had. Let a, me. I, like, I ran into a couple of bugs too. Like, like there was a there was a scene where you get stuck like on nowhere. There was a scene where you get stuck in sh- shitty camera mode, and it's like they're trying to be like all like creepy and jump scary with it or something. But it's like now, like. The camera gets locked in a certain position behind you. You can't jump or use any of your powers anymore until you finish exploring this certain area. But, Uh and so what happened was like, I, I got through it and then I'm like, okay, there's a couple of secrets. So I'm going a couple of ways to find one. And I find one secret, but because I'm in like this weird, like I can't jump or use my abilities. All I can do is creep forward in a spooky pace. Like, there was a spot where you could see a secret that you literally can't reach because there's like a tiny bump in elevation. And when you're in shitty walking mode, you couldn't walk up to get to it. And so I'm like, crap, I can't reach it. Maybe if I trigger the inevitable, like surprise cinematic crap that clearly is supposed to happen, I can come back and get it. No story moves forward. You're not even on that planet. anymore. After that, I'm like, fuck you game. Like I can't even get over this thing. Oh, yeah, I hit a bug where
0: uh, you know how you in some areas you get put into a very specific shimmy along the edge of something animation. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, I had like, to happen, too. Yes, I wanted to go. Yeah, I, I was like, no, I, that that's the most frustrating thing about that game is there's so many like. Like you have to know you have to like download, go to a wiki or something, you figure out what the wrong way is. So that you don't accidentally go the right way. It's got that problem of like, like moving the story forward before you're ready. Right. Like you can't uh, like you. Yeah. You go, you go like down the wrong like ledge or something and you can't go back to get the thing that you know is over there. Cause you thought this was the secret and no, that was the secret. And this yeah. was the one that moved the story forward. And now you're trapped. Yes. I hate that. That was frustrating. Oh,
0: well this was even worse. This was, I got to the seat where the secret was but because you can only shimmy in one direction, he shimmied the, the right way, and then when he got to the end of that shimmy scenario, he wouldn't walk normally. If I pressed any direction, he would then start to shimmy the other direction. And so I couldn't actually get to the thing. I forget exactly what I had to do. I think I had to like jump or something after he ended the shimmy animation, I had to jump and point somewhere else so he wouldn't start shimmying again. But it was like, yeah, I just got stuck in this shimmy loop. I was like, no, you're supposed to go over to that ledge over there so I can get the
1: secret thing. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, fortunately, except for the costumes, which are all one-shot things, like the other materials or whatever that you get to buy upgrades, there's so much of it that you're probably fully upgraded with everything before you like long before you ever get to the end of the game.
2: Yeah.
0: But yeah, I thought the, I thought the game as a whole was, was really well done in spite of those frustrations. Yeah. You know, I, I hope they get the opportunity to like do another one or do something like that and they're not just like thrown onto some i don't know garbage franchise or something or yeah
3: but yeah that was a oh, and i i liked the the team
0: banter like it it seemed like they were having real conversations and it wasn't just like stilted
1: uh I don't know. Yeah. I Didn't seem I, like f- I, as
0: forced as some games do. Yeah.
1: I definitely don't envy the level designers that had to set up the 50,000 trigger volumes to initiate all those conversations, though, because that there was just so much like I take two steps and then they react to this thing and then I take two more steps and they react to something else. You know, there was like so much of that. Um, oh, Yeah. Yeah, that
0: I'm sure that was a lot of like hand placed stuff, but some of that I think is also like probably I would think more systemic where they just set up uh a
1: series of like response dialogues for different characters. I some of it is, but I I mean there's there's definitely like uh but I mean, the thing is, like, because it's so linear, they always know who's in your team at every step that you take. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not like uh, what was the other one I was playing for Outer Worlds. Right. We're like in Outer Worlds, like you just start wandering around. If you've got two people on your team, they'll start talking to each other. They'll load like the sweeper robot plus the vicar conversation number three or whatever, to like have a back and forth. This game, it was pretty much all the conversations were always in context of what was immediately happening. Yeah, I, right. I'm just saying, like it,
0: you know, you don't have to set up. You you only have to set up the trigger for the initial line, right? And then everything else after that for that conversation just
1: flows. Yeah, off itself. But Yeah, there were so many. There was so there was so much talking. I thought I was playing Dragon's Dogma again. Just those damn pawns, just every every step you take. Is this a bucket? Ooh, goblins over here. And you're just like, oh my gosh, God, you freaking pawns, for having no personality, you are some of the most talky talky talk people I've ever met in my life.
0: Well, see, that's why you just got to make sure you get the pawns with the most ridiculous voices. <laughs> so whenever the wolves show up, they wolves on the
1: bar. My yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing, though, was when Pawns would just like break shit. You know like, what You what?
2: What Well, do you like mean?
1: like you're walking along. They don't know how to get to where you are, so they just destroy everything in the way in between the two of you to get.
0: <laughs> I don't remember that happening, but I. I don't think I played it nearly as many times as you did either. <laughs> uh-huh. I think I only played it twice, like once on... What the heck was that? The PS3? Mm-hmm. Is that what it was on? Yeah.
1: And, and, and then, then on Switch? No, and then on Steam. Oh, yeah, I got it for Switch, too, so... Yeah, also, you probably didn't do like me where you had multiple characters that you were playing through at the same time so that you could c- completely control and customize two pawns in your party. No. <laughs> no,
0: I didn't do that. Yeah. That sounds way more, uh,
1: involved and insane. That's no, totally normal. <laughs> it's completely normal way to play the game. I think, didn't I? Didn't I share
0: some article about their actually like making a sequel to that? Yes, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. Because <laughs> it is Capcom. I mean, Capcom had a whole like, was it the PS4? Yeah, I think it was the PS4. They had this whole trailer for some game called like Deep Down or something mm-hmm. that was was hyped for a long time as like supposed to be a launch title for the ps4 never came out was never a real game
1: yeah i i feel like they'll be like oh yeah we're totally gonna make another dragon's dogma and instead they'll just release like three more freaking monster hunters instead nobody wants a monster hunter (laughs) i mean i enjoyed monster hunter world but it's like in between it's like also here's like five more for the switch that are all terrible by comparison And there is, like, only so much you can play Monster Hunter. Like, I feel like... like, Here's the problem with Monster Hunter. Like, Monster Hunter, like, if you you play, like, one time, and it's like, okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. But then you play, like, a second Monster Hunter, and you're like, oh, so it's just exactly the same game, but with slightly different places. And it's like, even the creatures, it's like, oh, it's the same monsters, and you're fighting with the same different weapons and the weapons have similar like it's just it's like a. I don't understand like Monster Hunter I guess it's like a FIFA game for hunting monsters <laughs> where it's just like all that they kind of swap out are the skins and stuff slightly and yeah
0: they just change the player names and
1: uh... yeah And it's like you're not playing Monster Hunter for the story because the story is just like there's a monster Ah, oh, <laughs> we did it and then like that's basically the story of Monster Hunter World but like I didn't even know there was a story
0: in that game. Yeah. I thought it was just like our you know, random randomly generated missions and the, the monster shows up and
1: they go, Here's a bounty for a monster, and you say, I got it, I'm gonna go there, kill him. There there is like the slightest like veneer of a campaign because it like that's how you unlock new areas to get to the new monsters and stuff. It's mm. so like you start out with just like access to like one zone and you have to do like a story mission to unlock the next zone kind of thing but the story is there's a monster kill it uh well this one was there's a monster uh not kill it but definitely fight it and then it's like yay the monster didn't destroy everyone because we drove it away oh yeah because you're basically like tracking down tracking lava godzilla and you have to Convince Lava Godzilla to go back into the sea <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess
0: that that sure does sound like something
1: that's, the, yeah, and when
0: you say convinced, you mean like punch it until it understands it needs to go back into the water,
1: yeah, I mean, convince, as in like a, like how a cattle prod convinces a cow to go back into the stable, yeah, okay.
0: It's kind of like, well, I guess it's a different one. That's Monster Rancher. (laughs) Right? That's a game, right? Uh, I think so, yes. Does that have more cattle prods?
1: I don't know.
3: Uh, I think that's actually like a Pokemon ripoff, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's. Yeah, no, that's just. A Pokemon ripoff. Oh, that's the one with the weird eyeball leech thing.
0: You know what I'm talking about? It's like Pac-Man, but it's one giant eyeball with a tail.
1: No, I don't care to look into it. Uh, oh, oh, it's not wait, like wait, branching at all. It's October, so we've already huh? done... is this our Halloween? <laughs> is this our Halloween thing? Uh, no, we'll do another one, right, closer to Halloween. okay, we'll do our spooky one and you can open it up with a spooky song
3: there are scary, are scary mm-hmm. okay
1: right.
0: yeah i'll open it with the this you know this generation's uh monster mash do you think anybody ever tries to like
1: you know there's really not a lot of halloween songs right uh-huh Is there just Monster Mash? Well, there's all those Bette Midler songs that just came out with that new movie. Oh, yeah, (laughs) right. These boots are made for walking. Classic, classic Halloween song. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Are you asking me if there's other Halloween movies or Halloween songs? Yeah, other... Like, there's Monster Mash. There's...
0: Does This Is Halloween count? I, I mean, from Nightmare Before Christmas. I guess,
3: but like, that's still, you know. Okay, you got two
1: thriller. That's thriller. one. Yeah, that's the other one. Yeah, thriller. Uh, and thriller is not really even a Halloween one. It's just, but it's Halloween esque, right? It's it's creepy, spooky. It doesn't ever mention Halloween at all. Um, No, no, but it does have Vincent Price. Right. Yeah. Talking at the end of the the song. I mean, there's the theme to the Halloween movie. The piano thing? Yeah. Yeah. We need to...
0: There needs to be, I think, a Halloween song, like, industry. Like, Christmas has... Christmas has all the, all the songs.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's the
0: holiday with all the songs.
1: Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. We should, we should get more Halloween songs. I, uh, I would be interested to see Kanye West take on a Halloween song. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think,
0: I think, well, one, I think he would make an album like a Halloween album, right? And uh-huh. every song would not actually have anything to do with Halloween, I think is the problem that we would run into.
2: Cause yeah. I, I get,
0: I don't know about you, but I feel like Kanye West, if he's not, if he doesn't have some kind of mental disability, he is Andy Kaufman. Do You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh-huh. Like his whole career, I think could be summed up as a troll. Uh huh. And I, I feel like people would have a hard time disagreeing with that. Like, he's either a comedy genius that nobody thinks is that funny.
1: Or. Or there's something very wrong with him. He's got, he's got the mentality of a child. I don't know which one it is. I don't know which one it is. Yeah. Um, well, fame and money can sometimes make people become complete psychopaths. I mean, look at Roseanne. Yeah. That's that's true. I don't think that was just ambient that turned her that way. I think it was being too rich for too long.
0: Yeah, I mean it could have been ambient in combination with other things
1: that rich people can afford. Right, <laughs> sure. Like that super super rich people juice that makes you go insane. Yeah. 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 Um, I think like, that... we found it's like we, we we find out years later that, like, really, really rich celebrities, like, get into, like, drinking from, like, ancient Roman lead glassware and stuff. And it's just like, oh, they've all just been lead poisoning themselves. That makes sense. And, like, nobody's like, nobody's like, oh, how horrible. They're just like, ah, uh, let's just let them do it. It makes things more interesting.
0: The celebrity. It starts off, and they're just like, "Why did people stop drinking
1: from these? They're so they're so ornate." Don't
0: do and,
3: it.
1: And like the 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 reasoning given was that it made the wine taste better, too. It's like I guess a little bit of lead just adds that chef kiss little bit of deliciousness yeah. to the wine. Well, it couldn't make it taste any worse. I mean. <laughs> Wow.
0: <laughs>
3: somebody's I am
1: not somebody's not an upper middle class suburban housewife. <laughs> no. No, I mean, look, those women
0: must they must drink look, they don't drink the like high-end wine, right?
2: Okay. They just okay. buy wait, wait,
0: wait. a $10 bottle at at Target and they take it home and they just drink the whole thing.
1: Yeah, okay. And no, no, no. So about that, about that, like the lady drinking all the wine. Have you watched the show that I told you to watch? Did you watch? Oh, the no, not Across yet. The Street? Okay. No, the wine scenes in that are fantastic. So, <laughs> uh, so for everybody, everybody's benefit, there is a Netflix show that was made that nobody wanted that is fantastic and you should watch, but you have to remember every single second that you're watching it, remind yourself, write it down on your hand. This is a parody. It is so dry <laughs> that sometimes you will forget and you'll get sucked in. You're like, oh, that's so terrible. Why would they say such a dumb... Why would they deliver it that way? Those lines are horrible. And you go back, oh, wait, it's a parody. That's brilliant. Like, every time you start to question why it's so terrible parody, and it makes all the difference. So is it, is it like
0: Neo-Yokio levels of, of parody where, like, I watched the first episode of Neo Yokio and was just like, I can't take this. And then oh gosh, what was oh, I think somebody at work was like, Did you get to the part where he goes to the grave? <laughs> and I said, No. And they were like, get to yeah, that part. Yeah,
1: it's it's that <laughs> bad. Like you it looks like you're watching a really bad life move lifetime. Uh, television show, like, thriller, like, you know, kind of thing. Uh-huh. But then, like, some of the scenes, you're like, you, you it brings you back, and you're like, oh, yes, this is ridiculous. They're making it this way on purpose. And it's, like, so <laughs> satisfying. Like, there's some, like, you get in, like, you have to watch it all the way to the end. And by the by the time it gets to, like, the final couple of scenes at the end of the movie, you're like, Oh yeah, this was a parody. Like that was way too dumb to happen. Uh, So wait, it's a movie or TV series? But it's like it's like a one shot series. There's like eight episodes or something. But like the very first one, yeah, you're kind of like, is this a parody or what? But like the wine scenes in the first one, it's just great. Like she'll like she starts out, she takes. The cork off of two bottles of wine gets herself two glasses and dumps the entire bottles into both glasses and then carries them like, like they're like every time she fills up a glass of wine, it's literally like a millimeter from the top of the glass and she's always carrying it around, like not <laughs> spilling it and just like that, that like thing we like. Put your lips just to the top and like suck it off, and she's like doing that like she's always got like full to the brim glass of wine anytime she's got one it's fantastic
0: <laughs> okay yeah that's that's what I'm talking about with those people though is that it's not about it's not about the tannins or the the like oak yes. notes. It's uh, it's strictly about just having a bunch of wine because it's a high alcoholic so, content. Okay, liquid. I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna even more reaffirm your assertion here. So, uh, back you know like like a a decade ago or whatever, I got to go on a trip to Florida with a friend, and um, she was, you know, her uncle uh was a past as a priest at a, at a uh, in Florida at a, at a church there. And uh, they like some of his parishioners invited us to stay with them in their like freaking mansions in the keys for a weekend. So we got this like free trip to Uh the keys. It was awesome. But like we stayed in their guest house behind their freaking huge house and this was all their extra vacation house shit on top of where they lived uh, somewhere else. <laughs> so wait, so they had a
0: real house and then in the Florida Keys, they had a small or medium-sized mansion with, that was their vacation house. And then in the back of vacation house, they a guest have house. a tertiary yeah, these house. There's some
1: rich people. <laughs> I don't know how many houses they had, but there's at least three because they didn't live there year-round. Uh-huh. Uh, and they were. You're saying that they, that this guy was a priest? No, no, no. They were people parishioners oh. of his church. The priest. The priest has oh, no okay, money. Okay, okay. No, he's a, he's a priest. He lives in okay. like okay. a <laughs> one bedroom apartment. <laughs> I was about to say. No, 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 this no. Freaking yeah. Stayed at Joel but, yeah. house. So we we were and like the women were they were so nice. Every every morning when we woke up, they they had the margarita machine going for us. But uh, we we took a trip into the the store because they were out of wine. And like exactly what you're saying. So when we were shopping, they were looking at every single bottle of wine. And they weren't looking for year or or brand name or anything. They were literally only looking for alcohol content. They're like, oh, well, this one's got 15 and this one's only got eight. So screw that one. We're taking the 15. Like alcohol (laughs) volume, that was the only... ...metric that they cared about for choosing their wine. is fantastic. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yes. Exactly.
1: Which, and I agree, if you're going to drink wine... ...just get drunk on it as quickly as you can... ...so you can stop.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not going to taste good. So you might as well just, like, get there faster... Yeah. Whatever you're going yeah. for.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Ugh.
0: You could tell me all day long that I don't have a sophisticated palate, but man, at the end of the day, wine just tastes like bad grape juice. That's just where it's at. <laughs> yeah. <I> went to <laughs> I Went to the theater the other night with uh with Anna and they it was great. The uh the lighting system broke. So for the first, like half of the first act, the, uh, there was just fluorescent stage lights, like none of the real stage lighting worked. And so this is, and so as like an apology, they also like got a 10 minute late start. And so as an apology, the guy running the show was like, okay, so anybody can come back for free if they want, but also We're just going to put the concessions out for free. Even the wine and beer, (laughs) free wine and beer. (laughs) So, so during intermission, I went and got, uh, got Anna a wine and Anna just told me she wanted a white wine. So I'm like, okay. And so I go to the concession stand and I'm like, I'll take a white wine. And they were like, which one do you want? And I was like, I, I don't know the (laughs) drier one. I think that's what she likes. Uh And so they handed me one and they were like, taste that and see how you, what you think of that. And so I tasted it and I'm like, yeah, I think this is going to be fine. I don't know. I was just like, I don't know. It all just tastes like bad grape juice to me. And and the people behind the counter were just, just laughing. They're like, I know. (laughs) And the guy was like, I don't know anything about wine. I just pour it. I'm like, oh uh, well, okay. At least at least none of us have any pretensions about
1: wine yeah. over here. It's it's fun watching oh, watching uh uh bougie and cringe when I'm in a group and I say all wine tastes the same. Like, <laughs> like uh-huh. there's so many people that that like give me like a dirty look and I'm like, meh, I stand by my statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can't tell
0: my mouth differently <laughs> it's it's all just bad it's all bad uh yeah yeah it is and so like I you know I am one of those weird people that like I can taste the difference between different kinds of coffee because I can and I can taste the difference between different kinds of like whiskeys and so but wine I just can't do it <laughs> I just can't do it. It's just like, if it's a white or a red, like those taste different, but like, so does the grape juice, you know, it just tastes different. (laughs) So it's just like, I don't know. Beyond that, I have no, I have no discerning. There's
3: nothing discerning the flavor. (laughs) Yeah. I did watch, have you ever watched, um, there's a show on HBO Max called
0: How To? No. Oh man, it's hard to describe the show. It's a guy basically narrating a sort of how-to guide about various things, but all of the video footage is like um somewhat connected footage from like what he's shot walking around new york city and then there's some like really like bespoke interviews he does with specific people based on the topic but uh one of them was about one of the last ones i watched was about picking out a wine to drink and uh he does an interview with somebody who is, like tasting wine and he talks about like you know the after that the, you know the the bouquet and the aftertaste and stuff and and the guy interviewing like tastes a little bit and he's like oh yeah I can kind of taste uh melon and, and the guy's like no you can't because I made that crap up <laughs> I don't taste any of that shit I just taste <laughs> wine <laughs> They all taste the same to me. But he was like, Did you see how you could how easily it is to just influence people by saying you think it tastes like this and then other people be like, Yeah, I think I could taste uh, that.
1: Yes. <laughs> That's part of why I loved like whenever the guy on Poshnash would do like a wine tasting thing. Also, <laughs> I'm very disappointed with how few people are familiar with Poshnash. That seems like that should have gotten a lot more A lot more visibility. Well, it was just like, yeah, it was like a BBC,
0: a short run series on BBC that like, I can't find anything other than like terrible TV
1: rips of that show. Yeah, I think it only exists like you can only find it maybe on YouTube right now. I think that's the only place where I can find it.
0: Yeah, it's like YouTube and torrent sites, and that's that's it. That's the only place you can find Poshnash. They've never, they've never re-released. Yeah, if they're gonna
3: like, that's something. If
1: we're, if we're rebooting crap from the two thousands, like early two thousands, like we should get a Poshnash movie. If you like <laughs> a posh <nosh> yeah, movie? Yeah, <laughs> you could totally do a Poshnash movie. It, like, you you make it about the two characters, like. Doing like an opening night for the restaurant, or something. Right.
3: Well,
0: what you do is like a, like a, a documentary about the founding of the Quill and Tassel, or whatever that yeah. that restaurant yeah. was. And it like goes back through the history. Oh, yeah, I guess you, you. What you do is yeah, you do. It's a post. At this point, it's a post-COVID relaunch of the restaurant. Yeah. And so it's like you have these like convergent storylines where they're doing the relaunch and they're talking about the first launch and the celebrities and stuff that they had there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's you, you get, get a you get a handful of British celebrities to make cameos on the show. It would be perfect. Yeah, you get Patrick Stewart, you know, you get <laughs> uh you get the guy that was in The Hobbit and and and
3: the guy that played Watson in the Oh, uh Martin yeah, Freeman? Yeah, you gotta get Martin Freeman. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously you get that guy from
1: uh Man About Town because he's in like everything. Man About uh Town. he's also one of the vampires in What We Do in the Shadows.
3: The British. The movie British or show.
0: the show? Oh, uh Matthew Barry. I'm guessing is who
3: yeah. you're talking about. The
1: one who talks like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. Matt. <laughs> <Brat! laughs>
3: yes. Yeah.
1: I'm. I'm starting to wonder if he's actually a good actor or if he's just like all like I feel like every role he does just that, faux Shakespearean talk, and then that's just <laughs> and, like, and like just. It is, says, reads, reads lewd lines in that voice, and then that just gets away with being that character and everything that he does. <laughs> yeah, is he? A, is he just like a one note <laughs> well, actor I who mean, does that one note really I mean, well? I could believe that the guy in the IT crowd was got turned into a vampire, and then I, like I don't know. <laughs>
3: Very similar in
1: both that and the other show. Which guy? I don't know which In guy the IT crowd, about. he was the second CEO. Oh, I never watched that show. You never watched the IT crowd? I I think I tried
0: to watch an episode of that and it had a laugh track. And I said, so. No. <laughs> yeah, you got to get over that. <laughs> and I you came up get over with that. Um, but I've found that I like those people in other things. Like, I like Richard Iote and Noel Fielding and stuff, because they're in other British things now. You should give it a second chance. Just just power through the laugh track. Yeah. Do they ever get rid of the laugh track, like in Sports Night? No.
1: (laughs) Man, Sports Night. Wow.
3: (laughs) That's... That's an Emmy award-winning
1: <laughs> show that nobody remembers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Except the people who were in it. I, I don't think. know. I and don't even know. there is just like, they're just like, is that from Sports Night? Is that of? Yeah. I watched a, uh, or I was listening to a West Wing companion podcast with Joshua Molina, and he would sometimes talk about being in sports night uh, and how that, like how his character from that was like, he was later in West wing and would talk about how they were, <laughs> they were like compare. I was like, is this why I got hired for West wing to play this character? Cause it's my sports night character. But Yeah. Sports night with Felicity H Huffman or whatever her name is. No, wait, it's just Felicity yes. Huffman. She's married to William H Macy.
1: She she didn't
0: she, she didn't she, marry into didn't, the age. She, yeah.
1: I'll take my husband's middle name. Yeah. <laughs> that should be the new thing. Take your spouse's middle name. Uh huh. Just the just the middle, just the middle initial. initial.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. (laughs) Do you wanna do you have anything else to do? We're about over an hour. Do you wanna wrap it up? Yeah, I think we should stop it there. (laughs) Yeah, once we start talking about stuff like sports night and Felicity Huffman, I think we've run out of topics. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Real topical stuff.
0: Really alienated that no listeners. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Um what do you want to? What do you want to call this episode? I don't know. Uh, what was? What was it? Something about the children? Something? Uh, was it? Give me the children? <laughs> Give me the. Ch- that, or... <laughs> <laughs> I think it was something like "Give me the children" or, or "Go get the children" or something like that. Yep. Bette Midler's "Give yeah, Me the Children." Yeah, I think it was that.
0: Or wait, no, it was Sarah Jessica Parker. That was yeah. who's saying saying. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker's "Give Me the Children."
1: Right. Yeah, that's it.